Hello everyone, Dr. Cam Ewan. For those uh, not familiar with uh, my background, I just want to say that uh, I've been a doctor chiropractor for over 30 years and I taught Kung Fu for, for over 50 years. So it's all about making improvement in people. And today I want to get you involved with the uh, resolving poverty uh, in the world because poverty affects all of us. Even if you have a lot of money, um, or your family have a lot of money, poverty is still going to affect you and affect your family too. If you have, if they have a lot of money, it doesn't mean that they will have no effect because they, they will have to forget about the time that they may have to be struggling um, with their finances like everybody else. So when it comes to the, the human experience, the always been more struggle with money and finances um, than having it. In fact, uh, there's really no lack of money, it's only the lack of prosperity. So what I mean is that when people struggle um, or have family that struggle to make ends meet or or they have to uh, overcome their fears and phobias about not having the money, then it's difficult to, to money come in the person's direction, so that would be insufficient prosperity. So you want money to be uh, coming to each one of us. Because you're surrounded by money on this planet, so there's no shortage of money, uh, definitely not a lack of it. Um, so essentially, you want to um, ensure you don't have any mental restriction or mental thinking that kind of uh, make it difficult to connect with money or allow money to connect back to you strongly. And uh, the worry, concern, and struggles, um, that's a collective problem as well as family or individual, right? So there's three things that affect a person, um, you yourself individually, your family members, you know, it could be your parents or siblings and your descendants, um, other members of the family, uh, doesn't have to be uh, direct family. And uh, you also have uh, the collective influences of people always thinking about money is difficult to come by and you have to work hard and struggle to uh, to acquire the money to pay their bills, right? So, so individuals uh, have experiences of themselves, and you could say that they have experiences that go back, um, you know, centuries, thousands of years. That that the world, uh, the majority of the human being, didn't have any uh, wealth, um, and it wasn't. Uh, easy to acquire wealth, right? So either you're born into it, but these uh, in the modern world, um, people have the opportunity to uh, acquire money, but they still have this weakness in prosperity if you process it, but not all the time. You know, sometimes they accidentally don't have that, but if they, you know, if this acquire their wealth, uh, you know, in their lifetime, 
most likely they would have uh, some kind of uh, weakness to money. And if you include the family, the family could go up to the ancestral influences and uh, let's say your family could have ancestors that have cause and effect with money or karma with money or you could even say curses with money if you have ancestors um, let's say kill people for money uh, that's more of a serious karma or curses that you would inherit it would make it difficult for you to uh, to handle money uh, or making money or money come your direction you can't handle it so those are the things that had to be uh, dealt with for people um, who are poverty stricken. So, so at the end of the year, everybody, you know, think about uh, changing that for for the whole world, for that matter, or for the community. So you could start with the individual, the family, and then the community. You you have to have a more prosperous community for everyone uh, would be easier for them to uh, to deal with money or acquire money right so when money floats around each other uh, person each other that the money actually multiplies but whenever I think in that neighborhood that there's not enough money right it's constantly struggling uh, there's more poverty than prosperity, and that's what's going to maintain it to be. Uh, so, as an individual, as I said, um, person have past experiences, and family uh, have ancestors that uh, they could have experienced that when they have money, they actually was unsafe for them to have it, and they also have. Uh, you know, the experience of uh, being killed when having money, somebody killed them for it. You have no money, well, you still could get killed, but it's, when you have wealth, of course, you're going to attract the negative elements in the world that that could be fatal for having more money than, than others uh, because you stand out, right? So, and resolving the situation, we all have to uh, be better with our perception of what's physically going around us and uh, be strong with our intuition and insight. That's the only way to resolve it. Just having or collecting charitable donations is not going to change the situation. And we could change people, or you could change along with me, and make people strong to their weaknesses. Right? So that's that's kind of straightforward, right? So the weakness you want to strengthen. It. So what the first weakness that people um, who's poverty stricken, uh, let's say in the world, right? So number one, right? Number one weakness you would process it with your perception and intuition and insight. So if you listen to this program, those things will, in general, uh, be stronger for you just by being on this program. So changing the weakness to strength 
platform pretty much like a computer, you know, is, is the language of strong or weak, which is one and zero. So a computer have two choices, one and zero, or you're strong or weak. By knowing that, you would know what would be the leading weakness that have to be looked into. So we always assume when you have more money, you have government grants and private corporation um, donation, it's going to resolve the situation. Um, there's enough money on this planet to resolve it. So the asking people for donation is is really in a large scale like begging, right? So that's kind of strength begging for everyone, right? So if big companies, like big charitable companies, all they have is their hand out to ask for donation and not giving anything back as benefit, except just to say thank you and that's it, right? So if there's a reciprocity there, when they receive the money and they give back, of course they could say they donate the money and they do, but uh, they have to be uh, giving back as far as um, make the community better and, and make it individual, be more even with each other, so it be a more uh, uniform or even community that there's no conflict there. So let's go back to the number one weakness that indicates um, that have to be resolved for poverty. Right? Is it physical, non-physical? It's actually non-physical. So, using my protocol that I've been using for, well, perfected better uh, to use it the last 20 years, was before I was just strict chiropractic uh, doctor or making an adjustment on people. But um, I learned from the people that, that I make them better. When I make them better, I know what has to be done and by spending so many decades uh, making people better, um, it improved my insight, uh, improved my intuition, improved how I could communicate non-verbally with the people I want to make better. Right? So it's not about talking. In many cases, when you over-talk about the situation, you make the situation worse than uh, when you begin, right? So, so he's actually better off not saying that much, but to feel the strength or weakness to confirm what's really affecting the person. If the person is not weakened by anything or weakened by money, then then that's not a problem. But there's a weakness there that that is never recognized by the person who have the weakness. And unless the person is strengthened for uh, having the perception, intuition, and insight, and this is what this program is all about, so we start from the very basic to, um, to ensure that uh, we have, we all have that, and not just totally depend on mind thinking. That the mind thinking have so many choices, he doesn't know which is strong, which is weak to the choices that mind uh, present to you. So it's difficult to actually resolve any problems with, with the mind because the mind has so many choices, it get confused. If you, have your, if you only have two choices, then it's less confusing, right? So again, go back to the number one cause would be non-physical, would be spiritual. So 
again, uh, we have to remind ourselves we are body, mind, and spirit. Right? So it's not just mind-body medicine. Well, actually, we don't have to get connect. You know, always with medicine because a lot of things could be resolved uh, without medicine, and a lot of things could be resolved to make the red, uh, medicine work better. So it would be no waste in in utilizing the medicine or using the medicine. So again, it's about uh, perception. You just want to be able to feel something very quickly, and that should be coming from you physically feeling it. Uh, strong or weak, not with your mind, because you, with your mind could feel strong or weak, but then it bring it other element to uh, confuse the situation. So intuition is strictly uh, physical, because animals have intuition better than humans. Uh, so they know who's behind the door before the doors open. Right? So that's intuition and perception. It's not like they smell you, right? Or the person behind the door, right? They have the perception, intuition, and the insight. That's what has to be activated in us. We have those. We just have to be activated. In many cases, when we constantly using our mind and using our mind to educate ourselves, we actually lose some of that potential and make us um, somewhat more confused and make us more indecisive and make us more uncertain, right? So certainty is a good thing if you only have one and zero choices or either you're strong or you're weak. Right? So if you're strong to something, then that means that it's really you don't have to deal with it. You're strong with it, right? So and to become strong with it, you just have to uh, know about your body and how to uh, Strengthen yourself by tensing and untensing your body. So you want to restore the ri uh, rhythm that animals have of strengthening and, and weaken, or essentially flexing and unflexing, and uh, tensing and untensing. So like the rhythm, well, that could be the rhythm of the universe, the rhythm of the, of the planet is tensing and untensing, expanding and contracting. And uh, we kind of lost that. Um, the heart is tensing and untensing. The rest of our body should um, be in sync with the heart tensing and untensing because that's what animal has and that's why they have uh, more intuition and insight to, um, to resolve the problem before it becomes a problem. So, of course, they have problem from the human affecting them, right? So, so the mind always brings up more problems than, uh, you know, than, than your brain, right? So there's a separation between your brain and your mind. And when, when I talk about the brain, I mean the rest of the central nervous system should be involved, not just the brain by itself and have no support from the rest of the central nervous system. So the brain should be supported by the rest of the central nervous system, the rest of the central nervous system supporting the brain. And, of course, the brain uh, usually, at this time, think more than the spinal cord. But without the spinal cord, uh, we have difficulty 
doing things that uh, basic things and uh, as I said uh, poverty could be a disease but the worries and concerns and the fears and phobias is more of a disease and it's contagious so and, and it's not you have to be next to the person to uh, to pass it on right you pass it on just collectively uh, psychically you can even say mind to mind is a psychic influences and you don't have to cooperate uh, things affecting uh, the collective population it will affect you as individuals of course you could uh, temporarily you know discipline your mind <clears throat> and not be affected by it but it will affect you while you're sleeping right so when you're sleeping your mind turns off and uh, you'll be affected uh, just by the neighborhood you live in and things like that again non-physical uh, about the first cause of poverty uh would be spiritual so we always think the, the spirit is, is a perfect place to be but all the uh, experience that we have in life we go into your spirit right? so this, the spirit is the storage uh, storage house of your physical and mental experiences also the mental thinking and also your uh, physical processing so the our body process, our mind thinks. So you make a distinction between the two, then you'll be moving in more exact direction of resolving what you want to resolve. So in this case, we want to resolve poverty for everyone, right? So in uh, spiritual weakness would be the traumas of not having money, right? So if we, if we traumatize um, of not having money, and we don't resolve it, it will continue to weaken you, uh, or us, or each one of us. Um, not having money weakens us. Doesn't mean that uh, we can do a better job in reversing that. But it weakens us uh, to a point, or weaken us so much that we're so weak we couldn't do anything about it. So even if you try to do something about it, you don't have the strength to support that. You got a weakness always going to make it difficult for you to uh, to change the situation. Of course, people could overcome that situation by having strong emotion. You could have a lot of hatred or anger, um, hostility. But using those traits, you know, usually get the person or group of people in trouble. Um, because they got a weakness to not having money, right? So, so you want to strengthen all the reasons and causes and the source of the problem of not having money and the, the amount of effect it has on on you as an individual or or you with others in the community. So you can start with you as an individual, include your family, and then the community, and that's how things. Um, would, even, would get better right? you don't do that and just pump the money into the person and give them food well actually people should not be concerned about food and 
in many cases there's no lack of food um, even if you do a little bit of work for for a restaurant you will have food right so and if you don't want to do it then it's a different story of course uh, people should <coughs> put in some effort to receive the food right? I don't mean just go there and get it I'm just saying that if you want food, you want to do something in exchange for that. So let's make it strong for people to uh, want to do that, right? Somebody give you food, well, you want to do something uh, like uh, back for the benefit of the other person who gave you the food or even the organization, right? You could, you could sweep the floor, right? Well, if you have a problem with that, then you want to be strong in sweeping the floor, right? So, or cleaning up or, or do some you know, paperwork or clerical or organizing your know, the organization and be part of the organizations and do a good job and and when they have an opening when they expand the organization then you're there, you know, that you already know what to do. And you you done for free in exchange. And um of course you want to make everyone strong in doing that, right? So retroposity is 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 important. You don't just want to have your hand out and and just get something and you don't return anything. So that's you already start off with with a large organization or even university and schools. You know they want a donation, but what are they doing for the donation in return? Um, if they do something in return, then then it becomes more of a balanced situation. Otherwise. It's constantly out of balance, and we're struggling with the out of balance, um, you know, with organization, organization with us, or or that make us out of balance as individuals. So when we're out of balance, we struggle with our imbalance, and we think we're struggling with our poverty. Um, so more of this going to change as we go. It's not a one-time thing that you list into this program, it will change. Right, so, as I said, um, you have to recognize, you have to maintain your balance, center of stability, and that's coming from your physical body, not from your mind. Right? So a lot of people think that, or accept that the mind can make them balance, center stable. So the easiest um, way to be balanced, center stable is just to tense your body, untense it and be in the same rhythm with your breathing. So essentially, that's the same rhythm as your heartbeat. Right? When your heart tends, your body tends. When your heart let go of the tension, you let go of it. Right? That would make you in yourself in sync and not in conflict. Your heart in conflict with your body and your body in conflict with your heart. And then you are in conflict with your physical surroundings. So you want to be strong with your physical surrounding. You want your physical surrounding to strengthen you. And you don't want the physical surrounding to weaken you. That um, That is difficult for you to um, you know, do anything to change it. You have no energy to, uh, to change it. And uh, you kind of critique yourself much that, you know, the only way you you're going to have energy is, is to have a reaction or have emotion about or negative at that, right? So, so again, uh, so the balance center stability and not having money, 
So when when people don't have money and they have no fears and phobia and worry and concern about it, then then it's easy for them to connect with the opportunity that's there. Right? If a person have uh, the weakness or over the concern and worry, even the opportunity is right there. Well, they could have an opportunity, um, you know, team up to join venture with people. Right, so, and when people accept each other more in an even way, and, and not just asking people to do that, but strengthen them to do that, that they are even with each other, they would not have all the energy conflict uh, to deal with the unevenness, then they would have uh, you know, the attraction for the world that surrounds this planet. Right? So they, they could have a small community that you know, someone bring things in and have a store, you know, I mean, basically that. And, uh, and when money exchange hands, there's actually more money available. Even if it's not, it seems to be more money available, right? So the community thrive on that, then if there's nothing exchanging. So let's make the situation exchange uh, to be strong in exchange, right? So, and it's from my experience growing up, let's say in a Chinese community like Chinatown, you know, I kind of grew up there in New York City, even though I wasn't born there, um, there was no money there, right? So, but the exchange that people uh, purchase from each other, that would make it uh, seem less poverty stricken. And, and it does, it doesn't just seem like that, it is that. But then of course people have this mental thing that uh, they don't have much money, right? So and money is hard to come by and, and they're very stingy in spending, right? Or or they're very stingy in the first generation um, of children, right? So they'd be more generous with the grandchildren, but the first generation, they would uh, make it difficult uh, in most of the time anyway. That um, even though they could have money in that particular community, but they actually behave like, you know, they, they're poverty stricken, and they are poverty stricken because everyone else uh, don't have money who just generate that uh, dynamic that um, that even people who have money will perceive that, right? So, and and affected by that, and their whole life is is uh, evolved about uh how to have more money, right? They could have money, but but it doesn't flow. It's, it's like that stagnation or money is like a stagnation of uh, what's going on in your body, right? So you have stagnation in your blood and in your lymphatic uh, system. It's like you're not flushing things out from the body, then you can have an ailment. Right? So you have stagnation of money. If money doesn't flow, then there's less of it. But if it flow around the community, or even flow around uh, among members of the family, they would have more money there. But of course, the uh, the spiritual experience of not having money 
orders, some of the spiritual experience of having money that was unsafe to have it, those things had to be strengthened and bring it down to zero or essentially delete it like you delete something from a computer. And when you do that, then the whole dynamic changes. And you have to change that instead of asking for donation, right? So in many cases, the charitable organization, when they have the donation, they, they're not quite sure what to do with it. And um, I pay them sort of a better salary and say, well, okay, uh, since I'm putting this amount of money, you know, I must be important, right? So I'm not trying to knock anybody. I'm just saying that uh, I would do it from the grassroots people I mean, grassroots uh, level, and and you want to support this would be great. I don't ask you for donation. I would never ask you for any donation. I would ask you to to be part of it, and you want to, you know, pay for a wellness program, and the money would be uh, donate to organization that doing you know good work, and um, in you know, dealing with poverty, right? So you want to ensure that, you know, there are homes for people. There are homes for animals too, right? There should be a home for dogs and cats and or horses right? or some other animal, of course. But I'm just saying that uh, we want to make sure that there's always home for everybody, right? So, and, um, and also I want to strengthen people who are unfortunate, uh, you know, being incarcerated, right? So, like in jail. And uh, we want to, well, at least I want to, uh, with your assistance, to resolve that too, right? So, and people are in prison, they're also, you know, poverty-stricken. So I just want to uh, go off the tangent. Let's, let's deal with uh, the people who are not in jail, right? So, and strengthen people's... Uh, connection with the family. So each individual, their past experience, you know, you go back centuries, even eons, and then make sure that uh, there's no weakness there. And that could be their virtual reality experience, right? So they think that they they exist a thousand years ago. I'm not going to debate that. If there's a weakness there, come up what they think they have experience with, you will have to strengthen it and ensure that it doesn't come back. And once it resolves, it should be deleted. Right? Deleted from computer, and you can't find it. Right? And that's when you would make the situation better than before. So it's always about improving the situation better than before, and not think that you just pump the money in that will change the situation. And looking at, um, again, the family situation, and and you want to ensure, I'm not picking on women, I'm just saying you want to ensure the women, the young women, or the daughters, and uh, they're not going to have any accidental pregnancy, right? So I suggest that um, you learn a little bit about how... This could be done, you know, you, you twist the uterus and tilt the uterus and you would make the, the person temporary infertile if they have a sexual relationship that 
will stop the practice from happening. Okay, so but you have to be monitored. So I'm going to get into it more and more because if family have problems um, as adults, they should not be having children until you resolve it. And that resolution could be, you know, overnight, right? It's not like, okay, you wait 10 years before you have children. But I'm just saying that there should be no accidental pregnancy just by twisting and tilting the reproductive, um, well, not the reproductive system, those organs. And um, I discovered that when people uh, come to me when they have uh, infertility, they want me to ensure that uh, they, they could have children. And and I would untwist and untilt their, uh, th- those reproductive organs and uh, and they would, you know, have children. So I've done that so so much. Then I just reversed that, and and people don't want I want to be safe about being pregnant. They could just twist and tilt the uterus and the fallopian tube, and it may not last for a day. It may not even last for an hour. But if you monitor it, if you feel weakness there, then you go through the same process of tilting and uh, and twisting. Alright, so I'm going to talk more about that and make you all strong in doing it. That you could do it for, you know, people you suspect that could, you know, get in trouble. I don't mean trouble, but having accidental pregnancy. That uh, you don't even have to ask them to sit in front of you to do it. Right? You could just do it by proxy. So a lot of the things that making things better. Uh, in people or group of people is done by proxy. You're not going to ask them for their cooperation, right? So if I make improvement and in people in the prison, I'm not going to ask them to cooperate. I'm not going to ask uh, who has addiction to cooperate to get themselves out of addiction, right? So many of these improvements would be done by proxy. In fact, all of them could be done. So that would be another uh, twisted way of doing things, right? So twisted in a good way, perhaps. Um, but getting things done and really making improvement is not just getting more donation as an improvement. So donation is good, but as I said, I don't want a donation in what I do, okay? You're going to get uh, something in return, and what you get in return would be worth more than you... You pay for the course, okay? Well, it's not one. I mean, it's not like multiple courses. It could be multiple courses, but you can start with one, and and you will improve. And when you improve, then you really want to, you know, know more and be involved with it more. And that's how we're going to change people and other living creatures on this planet. I said, uh, animal needs home too, right? So. Of course, you could give them, you know, empty space for them to roam around and uh, don't have to have a roof over their head, right? So, well, dogs and cats could have that and and you should make people, uh, you know, communicate with dogs and cats and horses and that way we don't elect them and they benefit our lives. So, I could talk more about that also, okay? 
So I just want to end it before I board everybody to tears, right? So thank you so much for coming this far with me, and uh, and I would get better in, in expressing myself. So I never have taken a, a class in speaking, uh, ensure that uh, I'm more eloquent in my speeches. But I just want to get the point across, and sometimes I would have to, uh, you know, say it more than once to myself, right? So thank you. If you are listening to my podcast, um, they are now all on iTunes. So leave me a, a review uh, so I could do better and better in meeting your wellness needs.